So hear these words from Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, See that you don't tell anyone, but go and show yourself to the priest and offer the guilt or the, excuse me, offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this scripture reading this morning. I pray that you would open our ears and our hearts to hear what you would have to say to us on this day. Lord, perhaps even something in this scripture has um, struck our hearts this morning already. Help us to reflect on that throughout the day and throughout this week, maybe making it our own devotion time throughout the week. Lord, so um, help us to hear what you need us to hear so that we can be who you're calling us to be and that we can do what you're calling us to do. And I pray that you would speak through me and speak in spite of me. In Jesus' name, amen. I remember some years ago going down to the state park at Cape Inlopen and Lewis and with a friend, and we were going to watch an early morning sunrise. And as we were driving in the darkness uh, to um, the naval jetty to, to watch the sunrise, we were driving in the middle of the park. And in the middle of the road was a, was a rabbit. And before the rabbit had time to run, our headlights were shining on, on the road. And before the, the rabbit had a chance to run, uh, a ginormous owl had emerged from the trees with its talons and came and scooped up this rabbit and took it off into the trees on the other side of the road. And our eyes were almost as big as the owl's eyes as we were wondering, what did we just witness? Uh, now, it was a sad story for the, the rabbit, but at the same time, it was unique and it was, it was amazing to watch something uh, like that. It was like we were watching something on the Discovery Channel right before our eyes. And um, it was a reminder that nature is amazing, truly. Um, and speaking of amazing, what happens in this scripture this morning is truly amazing. Jesus just, just got done in Matthew chapter, just before um, Matthew chapter 8, Jesus is preaching the Sermon on the Mount, the best sermon ever given. This is where Jesus said things like this. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. This is where Jesus said, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. This is where Jesus said, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. This is where he said, if you love those who love you, what reward will you get? But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. This is the sermon where Jesus says, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. This is where Jesus says, do not judge, or you too will be judged. For the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And after all this takes place, Jesus came down from the mountain that he taught from. 
and large crowds were following him. Imagine this. And in the midst of all of this, a man with leprosy came to Jesus and knelt before him. This man doesn't demand healing, but he knows what Jesus is capable of. He has faith, at least. And he says the following, Lord, if you are willing, if you're willing, you can make me clean. What comes next is that Jesus extends his hand to touch the man with leprosy. Jesus says, basically, oh yes, I am willing. And then he states the command for the man to be clean as he's touching him. Matthew says immediately after this, the man, is, the man was cleansed of his leprosy. Just like that, it was gone because of Jesus. Jesus then commands him not to talk to anyone about this, but to go and present himself to the priest. When I was in college, uh, there was a really famous uh, place in North Carolina called Cookout. There's one in Salisbury now. Um, but the first time I ever went there, um, my friends told me that I had to get a milkshake from this place. And I had to go get, um, I had to pick out a flavor that I really wanted. So I remember the first time I went there, uh, again, my eyes were as big as that owl because the menu for the milkshake seemed to be endless. There were so many choices. There were so many opportunities uh, to choose from. I, I didn't know what to do. They all looked delicious and amazing. And uh, you can still go to cookout to this day and still see uh, almost an endless list of milkshake flavors. And I remember uh, having to narrow it down to, to like my finalists, uh, what I wanted. And uh, there's just so many choices. And in life, there are so many choices as well. There are so many uh, choices and directions that we can go. And one of the things I want to share with us today based off this scripture is this, is that choices matter in our discipleship. Choices matter when it comes to our discipleship. We have so many choices that we make each and every day. What will I wear today? What will I eat? What, will I, what do I need to get done? What, will, um, what road do I need to turn on when going to wherever it is that I'm going? There are choices that we are constantly making. Uh, and we don't even sometimes think about some of the choices that we make. We just do them because they're natural. And sometimes we don't think about serious choices that we make. We just do them, and then there's consequences. But what about choices in our discipleship? Are we consciously making good choices when it comes to being a disciple of Jesus Christ? Are we choosing to love God? Are we choosing to love our neighbor? This, this week or last week, I was riding down the road, and I saw a couple people uh, walking on the side of the road with um, tons and tons of grocery bags. Um, and they didn't have a vehicle, and they were, I don't know how far they were walking or how far they had been, uh, but they looked like they were struggling. They looked like they could need a hand. And I remember thinking to myself, maybe I could do something. Uh, maybe I could um, pull over and help them with their groceries or uh, get them back to their house or, or somehow just help them in the midst of their uh, struggling. Um, but in the midst of my day and in the midst of my schedule, um, I kind of just kept on going. It was just a quick thought through my mind, and, and I didn't do anything at all. I made the choice to keep driving instead of helping. It was a missed opportunity to show compassion to someone. And I wonder today, can you relate to me? 
that there are missed opportunities to show compassion to people and live out our discipleship? Have you ever done that before, like I did this past week or week before, where you see an opportunity to give compassion to some to someone, to show God's love to somebody, to perform a random act of kindness maybe, to, and hopes of showing God's love, and and then you just don't do it. It's just something that's on your heart. Maybe the Holy Spirit put that in your heart to do, and and you just kind of ignored it. And that's what I did. And I've been thinking about that this week. I remember as a kid um, having the opportunity to go to a museum one time. I think it might have been on a field trip or something. And there was a, a certain part. Of, it was a beach-themed museum. And I remember there was a part uh, where you, there was two holes in the wall. And just enough room for you to get your arms in and you would put your arms in and you would feel around and you would have to guess what it is you're touching um, and maybe it was a horseshoe crab shell or maybe it was a piece of driftwood or a seashell or a conch shell or something that's beach themed and I remember being very afraid to put my put my hand in there because I just knew there would be a snake in there or I just knew something would bite me or somebody would grab my arm I was afraid to to reach in and touch what was in there uh, because I, I was afraid of what I might feel. And I had to make the choice to say, I'm not going to reach in there uh, and to touch whatever it is that's in there. Jesus had a decision as well. He had just got done teaching the Sermon on the Mount and according to Matthew, he could have kept on walking and attended to other matters, but he stops and he acknowledges this man and he makes a decision not to ignore touching him, but he makes a decision to touch him. And there's a couple things in here I want to share with you. One is that Jesus chose to touch him. Jesus chose to reach out and touch this man with this skin disease. No one in their right mind would want to associate with someone who had leprosy. They were unclean. They were an outcast. Leprosy was an unattractive skin disease for which the Bible had prescribed a quarantine for. In Leviticus chapter 13 in the Old Testament, verses 45 and 46, it says this about leprosy. Anyone with such a defiling disease must wear torn clothes, must keep their hair unkept, cover the lower part of their face, and they must cry out, unclean, unclean. As long as they have the disease, they remain unclean. They must live alone. They must live outside of the camp. So you can imagine what it must have felt like to be someone who had leprosy. Can you imagine living with a skin disease where you had to let people know that you had this disease by wearing torn clothes, you had to unkeep your hair, and you had to cover the lower part of your face, and you had to cry out that you were unclean as people came by. You can imagine why lepers were thus the outcasts of their own society and why they were um, why other people maybe wanted to ignore them. But yet Jesus chose to touch him. Touching a leper was forbidden, and most people would have absolutely been shocked to see someone who didn't have leprosy reaching out and touching someone who did have leprosy. But Jesus uses this as a teaching moment while the crowds are around him, and the crowds were probably shocked to see Jesus reaching out and touching him, but Jesus made the choice to reach out and touch him. And not only did Jesus make the choice to reach out and touch him, but Jesus chose to also cleanse him. Not only did he touch him 
and make human contact with this man, something that most people would have never done. But he went a step further. He also cleansed the man. He's not just touching him and reminding him that he mattered, but he's also changing his life. You see, he now would be able to be back in community since he was no longer unclean, since he was no longer unclean. A person with leprosy who was cleansed could not re-enter society until a priest had officially pronounced them clean. This is why Jesus tells him to go to the priest. It sounds a little weird when you just read it. Why would Jesus tell him to go to the priest? Well, this is why. Because Jesus desires that this man it, to be a part of society and be a part of community once again. Just imagine what this process must have been like for this man to be healed. He could now re-enter society and be, quote, normal like everyone else. All because he was willing to approach Jesus and all because Jesus was willing to reach out and touch him and to reach out and cleanse him. Jesus made a few important choices in this story found in Matthew's gospel. Number one, he actually acknowledged the man with leprosy. Number two, he actually reached out and touched the man. And number three, Jesus cleansed the man. Those are three important choices that Jesus is making in the scripture today. He acknowledges him, he touches him, and he cleanses him. All choices that were modeled by Jesus to other people. Other people surely has, must have been viewing this and watching this and realizing the choices that Jesus was making. And those choices that Jesus made ultimately changed this man's life. My um, three-year-old daughter has been doing something kind of cute uh, recently. Uh, sometimes we laugh, sometimes we don't, because depending on how she's acting, uh, it can be funny or not funny, but she, um, she's making a lot of choices now, and she's uh, letting us know about these choices. And oftentimes before it's her bedtime, um, she'll say, I'm going to go, bed, go to bed nicely tonight. And we're like, wow, that's really nice. That's wonderful. We're glad that you're going to go to bed nicely. Or if she's watching a movie, or if she's having fun playing, or if she's doing something, and it's time for bed, she'll, she'll let us know. I'm not going to bed nicely tonight. I'm just not going to do that. And we're thinking to ourselves, well, that's, that's a shame. We want you to go to bed nicely, but it's kind of funny because she's making these choices. And it's cute to see a three-year-old to kind of say, I'm not going to bed nicely tonight. Ultimately, it becomes her choice whether she wants to go to bed nicely or not. Uh, but the truth is, she's going to have to go to bed. Uh, it's her choice on how she wants to respond to that. So be reminded today that the choice is ours on whether or not we want to be a disciple today, if we want to be a disciple tomorrow. No one's going to make us be a disciple of Jesus Christ. God's not going to twist your arm and make you follow Jesus. That is your choice and your choice alone. Choices matter in our discipleship. So may we each make the wise decision and choice to follow Jesus and reflect that love each and every day. Let's go and make the choice to follow Jesus. Amen. Let us pray. 
Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to be in the scripture this morning and to hear uh, your words. And we pray that we can um, make good choices in our discipleship. Help us decide to, to follow you each and every day. Help us to take seriously acts of compassion and justice and worship and devotion in our own discipleship. Help us to make the choice daily to love you and to love our neighbors. 